2: where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time Word. Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Brother Mark Aho here with you today with Brother Tim Dodd, and we're just so glad you're with us for this exciting report where we're hearing about the Lord breaking into a new area, doing something new, in the country of Japan and it's always exciting when it's that way and we are really happy that you are with us that there's people out there that are interested in these things and you can take it on as a burden uh, uh, for prayer and uh, we sincerely believe that everyone who prays and supports has a part in what the Lord is doing so thank you for being with us God bless you brother Tim I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of this
0: Amen, Brother Mark. That is the reason that we have these podcasts, and we know it's a blessing to many, and we appreciate the burden that the Lord puts on the heart of each one. Today we are uh, starting part two. We broke the interview with Brother Tim Pruitt about Japan in about half, just because it was a little bit on the long side. I thought people would just enjoy digesting it in snippets so this is the second of two parts and uh in part one we heard from brother timothy and uh about how the work began some of the witnessing and how the translator came in and and all of that it was wonderful to hear now we're going to hear some personal experiences so we won't delay welcome brother timothy and uh you've been to japan how many times now
1: I think I've been at least three, but I believe four times.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, when they start to blend together like that, you know you're doing a, a good job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> three or four times, and of yeah.
1: course, COVID has messed things up quite a bit. Yeah, the last um, we would have been more, but the last few years have been really rough with the COVID issue. Now,
0: you minister over there. There's a small church uh that has well, i don't think it's small i think there's 20 something believers that gather there
1: it generally about 20 something believers it, it uh, depends on who all there a lot of them do come from quite a ways of course you know they have the trains and different things it helps with their transportation which right. you know in itself is a whole thing to learn i mean I, I was it's mind-boggling.
0: <laughs> so tell, tell us a little bit about your personal experiences there. Um, I don't know if you have some highlights or some lowlights of uh, your time in Japan.
1: Uh, well, the lowlights would be the earthquakes I've experienced. <laughs> oh, really? You've been there for earthquakes? Oh, yeah. You know, it was in 2011 that big one hit and um really done quite a bit of damage over there and they're still suffering from a lot of the effects of it Um, right uh, you weren't there during the earthquake were you no i I was before i went uh, okay for the first time but uh i never had experienced an earthquake there or earthquake at all uh any kind of shaking whatsoever and the first trip laying in bed about two o'clock in the morning. My bed went to banging against the wall. (laughs) And uh, my, that was quite an experience for us, for a Southern boy from Louisiana. But uh, uh, we woke up calling on the name of the Lord. (laughs) Actually, nearly every trip I've been, I felt some type of tremor. Uh, It's been quite, quite interesting. But uh, Brother Craig Boer was one trip with him. Um, we was in the course in the same hotel together and and it shook us pretty good during the night. And then the next day they were going, him and brother George, brother Danny Del Mundo was going to go with uh, uh, this man from Nepal that I was speaking about earlier. And uh, he was, uh, they was going to go visit somebody else that he was acquainted with. And so we was either going to have to go, in uh, two taxis, or one of us stay. So I was like, well, I'll just stay back and get things prepared for a service. And so I went, I told him goodbye in the lobby. I went up to my room and I'm, I'm, I'm getting things together there. And all of a sudden, my phone just starts sending out this warning. And I look at it, and it's all in Japanese. And I'm thinking, what in the world? And, and I look and I finally make out one word earthquake. Well, I had been over there before and experienced them, and never got anything on, on my phone. So I'm right. thinking, "Wow, this is going to be bad." <laughs> and so I'm trying to figure out, okay, where to go? How do I get out of here? And so I, I get myself together and I, tr- I get down, uh, get down to the lobby, and I take off running out of the uh door, and I just about run over Brother Craig and them. They're still standing in the lobby because of this warning and. They actually teach you to stay in the building and not go out into the streets. But that's exactly wow. the opposite of what you want to do. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyway, that's one of the deals that you kind of have to get used to. But uh, probably one of the highlights was, uh, I believe it was uh, for me personally, was one of the trips. Uh, first trips over there with uh, was that with Brother John Lay and Brother Jonathan Martin we found like i said brother danny had been over there and made some contacts and so we got with some of his contacts it's actually was a japanese uh believer her a mother and her daughter and um and um we contacted them and they opened up their home and we started inviting different ones to come to this home for a meeting and so uh, we found that there was a couple that was from the states that was working on one of the air bases there as a civilian. They come. Um, there was a brother from Tennessee that's over there for work. He hears about it. He comes. So, some Chinese believers come, and within a one service, we had about four or five churches represented mm. in one house from the states and from from the from the area, and so. It was quite interesting. so we just sat around in this table around the table and I spoke to them. and uh, this couple that came from um, from the states was working there on the air base. Um, he's mm-hmm. uh, the man, the man, I'm not sure what he's in, but some uh, some type of intelligence. Well, anyway, uh, he uh, they came and I spoke, and um, her mom and dad the man the woman's mom and dad was there, as well believers and uh, from arizona uh where they're from matter of fact i believe the father still a, he attends brother dale smith's there in Flagstaff, okay. arizona mm-hmm. but anyway um after i got through speaking this sister this, this lady comes said she wanted prayer she said she'd been backslidden away from god and uh, their whole family and said so they just needed god and they needed to uh, needed him, you know, in, in their lives again, a renewing. And so in that little home, here we are thousands of miles away from the U.S. Yeah. Here they are thousands of miles away working on this Air Force base. And we call a meeting and they come mm-hmm. and God gets a hold of them. Now they're back in the United States. And and uh, and uh, the lady, she attends, Brother Dale Smith, so well. And uh, he was telling me a lot of her testimony and things that God has done for her uh, it's again the sovereignty of God. You Amen. know there for 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 the Japanese per se, but God's got somebody else in mind, you know. And and it really touched my heart that God would would do something like that and be that sovereign. And and just Amen. a real simple setting, you know, sitting around a table discussing things and and speaking and preaching from your heart, and mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit fall in that place, and 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 conviction come and. And the repentance come, the renewing come. It just it was a real blessing to me personally, Amen. you know, to show that God's moving and he'll do whatever he has to. If he has to move somebody to Japan to get their attention, whatever it takes. And, um, it was, it was, that's probably one of the highlights. Truly. Um, truly. another, another one was me and brother Jonathan would go to a church and, and, and go to an actual church service in Japan. It was, a. I'm not sure. It seemed like it was a Methodist type church or Baptist, maybe Baptist. And just would go to their service and just sit in it. And, and of course they see where we're from the U S and they would try to be as hospitable as possible. And, and, uh, and would then, then actually was on, that was actually a trip. We went on father's day weekend and they was having a father's day meal afterwards, invited us to stay. And, uh, and so we would stay, but during the service, they said we was they they knew we was from America and to missionaries, and they asked us to stand up and talk about things and and the and the pastor later at the at the meal would ask me, you know, I'd show him pictures of our church youth, what God is doing, the different things that were taking place, and he would ask me, you know, what do you do to uh, get young people involved, you know, and and. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do to, uh, to have a church that's, that's thriving and things? And so we'd, we would just begin to share what God was doing in our church and what God has done for our young people. And, and he was really touched and really moved by that. And Brother Jonathan would then get up and, and sing, and the presence of God would just begin to move. And, 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 and they would just say, man, we, we just don't feel this in Japan. You know mm-hmm. So there is a real hunger. Mm-hmm. For that, uh, for a, a real move of God, and, and I believe God's got something in store for Japan. I do
0: too, Brother Timothy. You know, it's. Uh, let me ask you a question here. Uh, so you you go to a, a a meeting, you you're asked to stand up and and say what you're doing. What do you say?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, 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 that particular time, I just told them that I'd come had a burden on my heart for Japanese people. And uh, that I'd come there from the U.S., you know, left my family, left home, left the comforts that I know to come and and just share a living God, a God that's alive, a God that is the same yesterday, today and forever, a God who heals, delivers, set free, Um, a God who does miracles. You know, I've witnessed it, you know, in my own life and ministry and seen him. And you and I start sharing testimonies of what God has done in our own church and how, you know, we have the, the healing of Sister Alana that really piques people's interest when they mm-hmm. hear somebody that got healed of cancer. And, mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, other many other things that God has done in, um, right around the, around the world.
0: The reason I ask you that is because sometimes people get the wrong impression of, of taking the message somewhere you know, and, and they think, well, you know, it's just a matter of telling people God sent a prophet, the seals are opened and, you know, no, people need to know that God is real and that this real God has sent his real message to bring a people into a real relationship.
1: Amen. And and, uh,
0: uh, that's very good. Very good. So now we're times moving on. So I'm going to, you know, just divert here now. Um, So now the group is more established. Um, Obviously, there's been many trips over. And we've mentioned the name. You've mentioned the name several times, Brother Danny Del Mundo, who is uh, uh, acquainted with, who I'm acquainted with also. I know him personally. But uh, he's from the Philippines. And the pastor, you now have a pastor. There is now a pastor over the group in Japan. And he's also Filipino. Is there a connection there? How did that happen with the pastor in Japan?
1: Yeah, Brother Fed, um, Fedamar, is the pastor there in Japan. He's a young man, married, got a little beautiful little daughter and wonderful little family. He actually got moved there. And I'm, I'm unclear right now if he was actually from Brother Danny's church, but I know he worked very closely with Brother Danny. Okay. but he when we was in the need of something to happen like this for there to be more every day or ever at least every Sunday service is something that they could uh, feed more regularly you know because mm-hmm. uh, we couldn't go over there but maybe once or twice a year and you're only there for a couple of weeks and right and so it's uh it's very hard and, and but they and plus their time changes so like our service on 11 o'clock morning would be in the night, Sunday night, Monday morning, there, yeah, so that's hard for them to to tune in our Wednesday night works out really well because it's there Thursday morning, but that's only if they don't have jobs or whatever, sure, so um, but Brother Fed got moved there for a job uh for his job moved him there, and it actually just once again, the hand of God just moved him directly in the same spot we were working. Amen. Uh, I mean, at the same place, it was just incredible. And uh, now every Sunday uh, they meet, uh, not only are they meeting there, they're, they're, they're actually going out and about uh, different places that we, we have previously worked also in Japan and following up and having services out, evangelizing. And, and so the whole church nearly will just go to another city. And I uh, have a meeting, invite the ones there and those places to come. And so I, I get a picture every morning on on uh, our Sunday morning. It probably comes during the night, but I get it Sunday morning. And they take a picture of the group there and it it ebbs and flows. There's uh, more some, less some, uh, different faces you see, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, God is God is doing some incredible thing. Brother Fed's doing a wonderful job there, and we Amen. really appreciate him. What's his name again? Faithfulness, Brother Fedamar. Uh, Fedamar. Yeah, we call him Brother Fed. <laughs> okay. But uh, he's uh, he not only a, a minister, but he's a musician. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's others that have moved from the Philippines that he worked with. Um, uh, that helps him as well as far as with singing and things and, and the service and the technical side. And, and I have actually joined with them before on a zoom meeting or on my Saturday night, pretty late, I'll go to church and, and get in on their Sunday morning service and speak to them. Right. Uh, I think brother Craig Boer has done that as well. Uh, brother Danny Del Mundo has done as well. I'm sure there's others they've invited to do it. Amen. Um, uh, and so it's 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 growing. The work is moving. Uh, just looking, you know, for it to continue. Amen. Well,
0: that's wonderful. It'd Be wonderful if we could do a follow up podcast with Brother Fed and and uh, just hear directly from Japan sometime uh, how things are going. So we'll maybe uh, tee that up if that's possible sometime in the near future. That would be wonderful.
1: Yeah. So do you have that any sure more is. trips
0: planned to Japan?
1: We're wanting to uh, again. It's just trying to see how this COVID uh, uh, regulations shake out. We actually had a big trip planned the beginning of 2020 before COVID hit and right. all this world shut down. And my, my actually me, my father, brother Ron Spencer, and brother George Winters was all going over there to fly in and have a big convention there. And and it just you know I don't know the world shut down and we haven't. Been able to do that again, but uh, Lord right. William will But a brother Danny Del Mundo since he's four hours away, and he's he was actually there again back uh, the end of uh, the end of this past year, so okay, uh, it's a now lot easier pe- for him to go since he's only four hours,
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I that I know that story, <laughs> the um. Uh, now, if do you have uh, information on this on your website? As far as as far the as the search? mission work in Japan, uh, you know I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Well, we're glad to get this podcast up, and uh, yeah. I'll have to share it around to make sure lots of people hear about it. If people wanted to support the work in Japan, could they do that through your website?
1: Yes, they could. Okay. Do What's that. your website um, address? It's evening
0: Eveninglight.net, dot net dot net
1: and that's yeah, for evening Light a, tabernacle right we yeah. are we're, we're uh, actually still supporting the translations we're still we're also uh, supporting they they just now found them a building um, there to have their church service in so they used to they would rent different halls and it was always having to change now they have their own place and and it's uh, really nice for them so.
0: We will certainly uh, raise the flag, so to speak. So, not just, uh, it's not just about raising funds, it's raising awareness and sure. that people would pray. That is a dark yes. country. And, you know, it reminds yeah. me what you're talking about, reminds me a lot of India, even though there are a lot of believers in India. India is a dark country because it is a lot of paganism, just like Japan. And, yes. Uh, So it's it's uh, I find it the darkest country in the world, but I've never been to Japan other than to travel through the airport. But
1: uh, I guess the wonderful thing about darkness is like the light shines brighter. Exactly.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So that's what we're looking for is
1: just God to just shine so brightly there that, they. you know, ironically, they're called the land of the rising sun. And
0: so and may it be so.
1: May it be so.
0: Well, thank you, Brother Timothy. We sure appreciate your time today. On behalf of all the listeners, thank you for sharing with us about what God is doing. And it is a sovereign work, and it is a supernatural work there in Japan. So thank you very much.
1: Our pleasure. God bless you. God bless you.
2: Thank you, Brother Tim. I think I would like to share a quote with you that I came across here concerning Japan. And it's from Blind Bartimaeus 570127E. Brother Branham says, I certainly covet the prayers of each of you people. Now it won't be long, if God willing, I'll be going across to foreign soil, Africa, India, through Asia, Japan. We're looking for the greatest religious meeting that's ever been in the history of the world when we come to Japan. There's only 2,000 Full gospel people there, and they are worshipers of Buddha, and their God is defeated. They're a great nation without a God, so I want to take Jesus to them. Now, there's <laughs> that's an amazing statement, and to us, we see a country without God. We think, oh boy, that that's a terrible thing. But to Brother Branham, that was a wonderful opportunity, and the expectation that he had for Japan was very high. And even though it may seem like it's just getting started, we need to perhaps match that expectation. It's a harvest field that is um, large and vast. And the people there, the Lord loves them. They need the Lord. It's a, when I was there, I found there was so much pressure in that society on the individual. And if they could ever receive the Lord, it would make such a difference in their lives. And uh, Brother Timothy was talking about 20 believers in a small church. Actually, in Japan, that is a pretty big church. When I was there, the missionaries I was with had been there laboring 30 years, and they had about 10 to 15. So a church of 20 to 30 Christians in Japan is a big church. So if in just a few years there's 20 believers in a small church, that is a success, that is unusual by missionary standards, and I think it's uh, it portends good things for the Word in Japan, especially as these translated messages get out to the people. I think you said the key right at the end there, Brother Mark, these translated
0: messages. You know, 1957, that quote that you read, Brother Branham saying, if God's willing to have a great meeting in Japan, that didn't seem to materialize, and so sometimes you wonder, what happened, why it wasn't the Lord's timing. If you look back at Brother Branham's ministry in 1954, he talked about Brother Bosworth going to Japan, having meetings, he talked about 1955 and and the things that were going on. That was the height of the American revival and how God was using Brother Branham's ministry to spearhead that revival. But we know that that was a revival that went around the world seven times, but it was not yet the fullness of the ministry that came in the opening of the Word. But now we have the full level of ministry, of Brother Branham's ministry, the seventh messenger to Laodicea, and uh, the last or seventh age And all of the word that has been poured into this age. Now we have it in its fullness, and we have it, of course, since Brother Branham left in 1965. And the translation work that's going on there in Japan is such a tremendous, important thing. The people there speak very little English, and they need to have the message in their language. So we appreciate the labors that are going on there. Uh, Is this the great meeting that Brother Branham was speaking of, all I can say that when I look at a country like that, I just believe all things are possible. They've not had a revival, and God can send a revival through his word, through his unveiled word to quicken the elect in the Japanese language, bring them out of the Japanese culture, bring them out of Buddhism, as Brother Branham says, you know, and how that... Uh, you know, they their whole idea of a god and everything with Buddha was defeated in the Second World War, and the country became largely godless. But there is a god, and he has seed in every kindred, tongue, and nation. And so I trust that today's podcast has uh, maybe raised the level of expectation of people for the country of Japan, We're so thankful for everyone that's laboring in that country, taking the word to those people. The Holy Spirit is truly seeking his bride. And as the time goes on and the hour gets later, it just has to be that God is going to bring an end to all these things, but he'll not finish it before the last member of the bride of Jesus Christ has come in. So remember the country of Japan. Remember the work of the brothers down there in Louisiana and the different ones. We're just even arranging now uh, to have another podcast on Japan with the pastor in Japan. I'm not sure if that will be our next podcast, but it will be in the not-too-distant future. So God bless you. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord abundantly be with you and be with the believers in Japan as we've heard. Until next time, Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be
2: both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click sign up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Aho. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report podcast.